Cool. All right. Well, welcome back to what is this episode nine of the OOK podcast, um, your one-stop shop for all the tomfoolery. I am your host, Samuel Joseph Milik. I am your other host, Ben. Doesn't have a girl's middle name, Spectre. Uh, my middle name is Sydney. He does have a girl's middle name. It's the boy spelling, I swear. He's got a cute, he's uh, got a cute middle name. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a cute boy summer. No haters cute allowed. boy summer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hand, handsome young fellow summer. Uh, it is... It is episode nine. I just checked because I wanted to make sure I didn't. I've lost count, which means we've done this for over nine weeks. We've done this for like ten weeks. We're going on our second month of of podcasting. This is great. Third, I guess. Yeah, we're in, we're our, in our third week. Oh my gosh! Yay! Okay. Damn, yeah. Ben. We could have like. Good. We're like in the at the end of the first trimester of this thing. Like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, if you want to, if you want to go there with Not it, quite. if you want to go there with it, I mean, go for it. But like, no, wait, no, we're like, we're like smack dab in the middle. Babies do not take uh, three months to be. Do not take six months to be made. I mean, shout out to all my preemies, but. Uh, <laughs> ben, were you? I was not a pre. Were you? Were you? I was a post. You were overdue. Yeah. Damn, bro, I was early. <laughs> I was a. I was exactly I seven like days. I was exactly seven days early. I was facing the wrong way, so they did that thing where they like turn you around inside the womb, you know. And I was like, mm, "Don't like that," so I turned myself back around, and then they had to C-section me out. Damn. Yeah. So I was a real pain in the ass as a as a baby, if you couldn't tell. Um, Most babies are. Yeah. No offense yeah, pretty to much. all my babies yeah. listening. Shout there. out to the babies, bro. Shout out to the babies. Um. But yeah, Ben, what are we what are we sipping today? Before we get into a word from our sponsor, what are we sipping on tonight? Uh, I am sipping strawberry white claw because that's the only white claw I got left. So, okay. you know, you make do. You make do with what you. Strawberry's not my favorite. No. I've, I'm a big lemon fan, honestly. I didn't realize this, but tastes like Sprite. Lemons, yeah, yeah. it's real good. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the citrusy seltzers. Um, the citrusy, the citrusy. Shout out to the citrusy, bro. Shout out to the <laughs> citrusy. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I'm sipping on some Michelob Ultra. Um, shout out to mm. Joe for the Michelob Ultra. Um, I'm currently house sitting right now for my parents, um, and this is all that was in the fridge. So, yeah, that is um. Look at us. Yeah, with our low carb alcohol. I know, right? We're it's a skinny, cute, handsome fella boy summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is an episode. I would like to um, give a word from our sponsor. Um, you can hear it in my voice. Uh, this episode is sponsored by that weird summertime bug you get every summer. Not sure where you get it from, but you still get it every year without failure. This episode is dedicated to you, that summertime bug that I seem to get every single fucking year. Um, you put me out last week. You will not put me out this week, contrary to the sound of my voice. And before any yeah, I don't know. I haven't. And before any of our sixty nine viewers um, get on to me, um, no, it's not COVID. I took a test and it was negative. So, yeah. Yeah, 
thankfully I haven't had any kind of summertime bug, but well, I had to put my red dress on tonight because I got that summertime sadness. <laughs> no, I'm actually kind of happy right now. I don't know. I just I was trying to think of something funny to say, and that's all I could come up with. <laughs> you heard it here first. Ben likes Lana Del Rey. I don't. I don't. She's really weird. Uh, Her voice. Also, she kind of like, sounds like a female beetle. But she's American. An American female beetle. Summertime sadness. I feel like you're just kind of you're kind of making up your own Lana Del Rey voice. Uh, hang on. I don't. Hang re- on. We're about to get a copyright strike on this. It's been shit. a minute. All right. Let's see. Hey, maybe we can have her on the podcast. You think she'd be down to be as a guest? Fuck no. <laughs> um. That's all I'm gonna play because I don't want to get copyrighted. So maybe we might get copyrighted for that. But you know what? We're not making any money off this. Wait, what happened? I thought you said we were like got it getting ads. Or we have the, What's the whole we deal are with? eligible for for ambassador ads. God, I can't wait to make a whole like cent off each each play. Two cents per thousand plays. Whoa! I also apologize if you hear borderline sexual noises in my background. Um, my dog Harry is sleeping in my bed, and he tends to make some. Rather unsavory noises sometimes, um, and that I heard it through my headphones, so I know it definitely got picked up about twenty five seconds ago. So yeah, good because I thought that, I thought that was you. Did you um, actually hear that? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just fucking he, he went, you. Anyway, uh, anyway, all right. Um, well, what 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 you been up to lately, Benjamin? Before we get into our weird geography, what you what you been up to? Yeah, just hanging out. I like had work a lot this week. Like I worked full time, so just working, uh, going to the gym. I don't really know what else. Oh, I went. I went to my friend's farm and I had fun this weekend. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some uh, nice time in nature. Good shit. You know, we love nature. Always, always gotta gotta get out there, especially after sitting inside all all week. It was like nothing better than being outside. Seriously, yeah. Um, Shout out to nature. Yeah. Talk. Shout out to nature. Shout, shout out to, you know, all this earth has to offer. Damn. Uh, what, what, what's been up with you? It's sick, bro. Um, yeah. Um, finished out one of my jobs um, on Saturday. That was great. I feel, I feel like a brand new bitch. Um, yeah. Just uh, sick. Celebrated my anniversary with my girlfriend yesterday. Um, at the time of us recording this, it's Monday night. Um, Sunday, I celebrated my anniversary with my girlfriend, and we went to the zoo. Uh, very disappointing, um, but I'm very biased because the Cincinnati Zoo is, like, goaded. Um, and, um, yeah, so, like, there just wasn't very many. There was a lot of, like, exhibit construction going on, and there weren't very many animals out. I mean, there were a lot of, like, reptiles and stuff, but, like in the way of really anything else there wasn't much so um can my dogs can you just like hello dogs can you just like quit moving in the background thank you um 
But yeah, that's really all I did. Uh, we went to the zoo, and then we went to dinner. Um, had some sushi. It was pretty good. And then uh, watched the Clue movie. Clue movie is hilarious. If you haven't seen it, the 1985 movie starring Christopher Lloyd and Tim Curry. It's, uh, it's absolutely hilarious. And I highly recommend you check it out. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I did. Um, still kind of like, I'm not sick anymore. I'm just like, everything's draining out of my sinuses. So if I sound a little weird, that's, that would be why. Um, but yeah, that's what I did. Um, you want to get into some weird geography, Benjamin? Yeah, but I'll let you start if that's okay. Yeah, totally cool. Okay. So for weird geography, I chose the state of West Virginia. And for this episode, I decided to do things a little bit differently. Instead of going through a list of weird towns, um, because I thought West Virginia would have some really weird town names because it's West Virginia, you know? Um, But they really don't. Like, they're all just pretty basic. Um, But I did find one that was particularly hilarious, and that was Lego, West Virginia. Um, and so I'm going to dedicate my weird state to Lego, West Virginia. Um, so Lego, West Virginia, it's actually not a town. It's an unincorporated community. It's about five miles southeast of Sophia, West Virginia. So a lot of people just kind of attribute it to Sophia from what I, from what I gather. Um, it was originally a mining town created by the Fire Creek Smokeless Fuel Company. Um, couldn't tell you when, um, because all of my extensive research on this place proved useless um i couldn't get a population i couldn't get like anything um but it is located in raleigh county which i believe is one of the bigger counties in west virginia um but um it's actually northeast of um mead west virginia which at the time of me writing this i thought that mead was the setting or one of the settings for that uh, devil all the time movie starring tom holland sebastian stan robert pattinson I don't know if you've seen that film. If you haven't, Benjamin, I would... Please watch it. It's so good. Um, It's based off a book. Uh, It's pretty good. Um, But I was wrong. Uh, There's two settings. There's Mead, Ohio, and then um, Coal Creek, West Virginia. So I was wrong about that. Um, But um, it is home to the Lego Church of Jesus. Uh, And that sounds like a Lego set (laughs) I kind of want to cop, bro. You know? Like, just imagine the commercial for that. <laughs> New from Lego City. The <laughs> the a, man, a man has been crucified <laughs> in Lego City. There's a man on the cross in Lego City. Free the man on the cross. Stop the pastor from his. <laughs> a man has betrayed another man in Lego City for a sack of silver. Children are fornicating in Lego City. <laughs> Stop the sinners. Crucify the man. <laughs> Preach the gospel. <laughs> the boulder has been moved in Lego City. Stone the gaze. <laughs> the body is not in the tomb in Lego City. Break, break <laughs> the bread in Lego City with the new Lego Church of Jesus. Each set sold separately. Anyway. <laughs> Teach the men to fish in Lego City. Teach uh-huh. the men to fish. <laughs> Anyway, is that all, is that all yep. you got from uh, yep. from West pretty Virginia? much West Virginia is actually surprisingly okay. boring. So it's crazy that you completely skipped Booger Hole, West Virginia. I mean, you didn't even see that. I mean, it sounds pretty normal to me. <laughs> Booger Hole. <laughs> anyway, 
now that you're done with West Virginia, I'm going to talk about normal Virginia. Okay. Uh, you know. So, uh, one of the places that sticks out the most to me is called uh, Bumpass, Virginia. Uh, <laughs> it's named after the Bumpass family uh, from the 1800s. They were a bumping ass family, bro. That's what it sounds like to me. Well, it's funny because their name actually comes from, not from bumping ass, but from the French bon pas, which means good step. Uh, so they should have called it good step. Um, now we got tight squeeze, Virginia. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. Skin quarter. Uh, I guess if you could pay someone with a skin quarter, that would be kind of gross. Skin quarter? Uh, but apparently, apparently it was named that because, uh, uh, the indigenous peoples in, uh, that were there at the time of settlement, uh, would skin and quarter deer there uh, when they killed them? Oh, bro, so I was waiting. I was waiting for like the indigenous people there would like skin and quarter the white man that would that would wander through. I would I hope. Was like, bro, that's what they should have done. More power to them. Um, Come on, let's go. Yes, we got uh, overall West Virginia. Or, uh, overall Virginia. Sorry, overall seems like a nice place. <laughs> uh, we got Croker. Croak. Uh, also Frog Town. Croker or Kroger? Frog Town. Croker, oh, okay. like croaking, okay. like ribbit. Yep. Uh, like ribbit. Like frog town. <laughs> frog town. Uh, a lot of frog-related stuff. We got... F- uh, it's pronounced freeze, but it's spelled fries. It's like... It just looks like it says fries, Virginia. So it's like Victor Freeze? Is this where... Yes. Okay. Cool, cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's named after him, Having of course. Fr- we got Lick Skillet. Don't do that if it's hot. That's going to burn your oh, tongue. Shit. Uh, we got Farmville, named after the Facebook game. Yo, I love uh, that. No, not actually. Uh, no, I think uh, it was. Butts. Butts, which is in the Chesapeake area. We got uh, Short Pump, which is actually <laughs> Lil Pump's birth name. Um, uh, it's named from the short handled pump under the porch of the town's tavern. Oh, my God. We got, uh, what's the other? there's some other ones that I found. Uh, Forks of Buffalo, which sounds like a like a two thousands band. It does, like Kings of Leon's yeah. rival band, Fountains of Wayne, uh, Kings of Leon. We got Goochland. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> the, the, the name for, <laughs> the name origin is worse than anything like that I could have expected. It's named after a, the former governor <laughs> in the colonial times. His name was Sir William Beach. <laughs> <laughs> and he named the place. Oh, God. <laughs> Sir William Beach. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, all these places are named after, like, the weirdest motherfuckers. Like, there's a place called Kiesel Town. Kiesel Town. Named after George Kiesel, an early settlers. Man, all these settlers, not only were they, like, bad people, they were, like, had the worst fucking names. Like, I would have roasted them. Uh, there's also a Missville. Like, I don't know what's up there, but something's in there. Something is a miss, uh, man. Uh, do I have any more? We got, uh, Meadows of Dan, which also sounds like a, uh, a, a 2000s yeah. band. Yep. 
That sounds like okay. That's like if, all... if whatever of Buffalo was the rival to Kings of Leon, this one is yeah. is the rival to Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, man. I was like speaking of Fountains or Fountains of Wayne. I was we were playing Stacy's mom this weekend. I was like listening to the lyrics. And normally when I listen to songs, I don't listen to lyrics. I was listening to those lyrics. And I'm like, damn. Like, how did I? Like that. This is so like weird. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's borderline creepy. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the the kid's kind of the victim in this case. Stacy's mom's the one who's of age. I guess. I don't know if this. I don't know. Who knows? Um. Anyway, that could be a long conversation. Could uh, be. Could be deep. We can analyze the lyrics. Maybe next episode. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all okay. All this uh, this weird geography has. I like. I I was just thinking about this recently, and I stumbled upon this one place uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, it's called Felfer. You ever yep. heard of it? You've heard of Felfer. Heard of Felfer. Also heard of F E L F. F E L F O R. Oh, I thought it was U R. No. Fell for. Is this a? Are you got? A, is there a pun incoming? Yeah, he fell for these nuts. That's what happened. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh, no! <laughs> okay, you're not telling me there actually is a fell for Oklahoma? I'm pretty sure there is, unless I'm thinking of sulfur, Oklahoma. Probably. <laughs> that didn't go as smoothly as I expected, but it, we made it work. Hang on. I bet there's like... Yeah, I think of sulfur, Oklahoma. I was definitely thinking of sulfur, Oklahoma. Yeah, no, I was definitely thinking of sulfur. Can yeah. a felon... It was worth a I try. googled Felfer, Oklahoma, and can a felon have a BB gun in Oklahoma came up? Just because it has the word gun in it doesn't make it a pellet gun. Doesn't make a pellet gun a firearm. A firearm uses pressure from a burning powder to fire, and it fires a projectile from a metal tube. As you already know, it's illegal for anyone who's been convicted of a felony to own or use a firearm because of the Gun Control Act. I just read that like the number 15 Burger King <laughs> Number foot 15 Burger King foot lettuce. The last thing you want to find Burger in your King Burger King burger, burger is foot lettuce. I don't know how it goes. Is lettuce. Someone <laughs> is stepped on. I feel like the congestion is really helping me with that one. Right, yeah, no, I, I think I think that's what's doing. Number it. five, Saucy Banca. Anyway, <laughs> oh god. Uh, um. Anyway, where, where do we go from here? How do we how do we move forward? Um. I mean, there's grind in West Virginia that I didn't talk about either. Wow, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's birthplace of real grinders. No, birthplace of grinding these nuts across your face. Ah! Anyway. <laughs> That's, is that real? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, we're even. Okay. Uh, we're even, we're for, even now. for now. Okay. Be on the lookout. <laughs> Look out for these nuts. Okay. Anyway. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. That's enough of that. Uh, um, <laughs> what do you want to move on to next, Benjamin? Um... I don't know what you got next. I kind of want to talk about Comic Con because I think that's funny as I, fuck. I think everything from there is. Funny. I think we need to discuss that. Yes, I have it written down, just not <laughs> in that order. Um, but yes, let's go ahead and talk about the 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 screwery that was San Diego Comic Con twenty twenty two. 
I just want to, I just want to say shout out to DC for bringing, giving like everyone like absolutely nothing. I don't know. I know you. I don't think you have seen the boys, but there. I've seen like I saw this one GIF this weekend. It was like Marvel with all their stuff, and there's DC, and it was like there's this clip from the boys where like it's the deep who's like the like the lamest character on the show, and he like he's like it, it's it's hard to explain out of context. Is he like, like is he like the is he the, like the Aquaman of the boys? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen this meme. I've seen this meme. Yeah, no, it's just funny because they're, they're like two projects, and they literally brought like there was like some like it was all like kid stuff, but I don't know. DC, like whatever. I'm actually gonna. St- I mean, I'm actually starting the boys tonight, so hopefully we'll be able. You should watch yeah. it. It's funny no, as fuck, and also like c- crazy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, DC had like what like. I, are they even showing like the Flash anymore? Or like the whole Ezra Miller thing gone? Like I think they're yeah, we're not promoting this. Movie. I think they're just gonna like it's like that's weird. Yeah, I think they're just gonna drop a trailer like a couple months before it hits theaters, and then be like, okay, have fun, and just know that it probably yeah. won't get the um, the traffic that it once could have gotten. Um, yeah, but yeah. How do we? I mean, how do we? How do we feel about this this Marvel shit? Um, I know we've we've talked about it briefly, um, but Marvel released like the Phase Five lineup or like some of the Phase Five lineup, and like I just ugh. See, the problem isn't that it wasn't just Phase Five. I think what's really cringe to me is that they have a Phase Six already, and they have a name for this whole thing, like the Multiverse Saga. Like that's like. Uh, that's like something like you would have got bullied for in middle school for like talking about like or like even like elementary school like oh, I'm so excited for the multiverse. Oh my saga. gosh, my favorite <laughs> my favorite saga of 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 the Marvel Cinematic Universe was the was by far the multiverse saga, <laughs> and this is why. Hi, I'm Dylan, and welcome back to Gamer Reviews sixty nine ninety six. Today mm. we'll be talking about King the Conqueror and why he's the most goaded villain of all time. Yeah, I don't know. This episode is sponsored by Johnson and Johnson baby powder. It helps me with my chafing. Anyway, you sound like that one guy on TikTok who I like want to murder now. Oh, uh, the guy who does all the impressions. He's like, this is what like people in the nineteen forties sounded oh, like. Oh, I stuff love like that. that guy. The guy that does like the Gweg voice. He was good. That guy, the guy that does like the was, weird, like the weird kid. You go on the field yeah, trip with the weird kid. He was good. He was good for like two weeks, and then after that, like he just still does that voice. It's like, no, please <laughs> learn something new. Anyway, I'm 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 being too much of a hater, but anyway, I'm about to be a hater uh, for Marvel real quick. I mean, here's the problem. Just in general, I think that the movie industry is so oversaturated by Disney as a whole. Like the animated like animated movies always like the past I think past ten years like very rarely has a Disney property not one for animated movie and most animated movies the highest grossing ones are all Disney or Disney affiliated so I don't know I feel and even when like what is it uh Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one like technically like that's still somewhat related and it's like a Marvel superhero like I know it's not it's Sony not Disney but it's it's all kind of the same but I, I, there's so much oversaturation already in like the animation uh, where I don't feel like a lot of independent independent animation or other studios can like prosper 
But now, like, with superhero movies, I mean, we're averaging four movies a year plus four to five Disney Plus series. Not only one can, like, no regular person keep up unless they're just obsessed um, and want to drop all their money. But I don't know. I feel like it's it's getting silly. Like, there were years, like, for ten years, it was, like, two, maybe three movies a year. But I feel like two is perfect, and now it's three and it's all like a bunch of crap like i'm sorry people liked wandavision but i don't know if anyone wants to see a agatha series or if anyone's like you know really i don't even i'm trying to think what what else was like like seemed unnecessary like, ever since it was announced okay so first of all to to respond to your agatha comment like i would be completely like i kind of up until this moment or, like, the moment they announced it, like, I kind of forgot Agatha was a thing, you know? Like, I forgot they, like, established her in the in the MCU. Um, so, like, I I could definitely live without watching that show, and I probably won't watch that show. Um, but, like, Ironheart, ever since it was announced, like, three years ago, two, three years ago, uh, I've never had the desire to, like, watch it, you know? I'm going to hold off judgment on Ironheart because I think it depends on, like, Black Panther, uh, too, because that, that's where they're introducing the character. And if they, I mean, I, I feel like if they do it in the right way, uh, it'll be good. And I feel like it'll be different from, like, Spider-Man being, like, Iron Boy Jr. And, like, I mean, I hope so. someone who's more. I hope so. Because, let's be real, I, I don't want to hate on, like, Spider-Man and Peter Parker, but, like, he don't have any skills. Like, he doesn't have engineering skills. He was literally, like, he didn't know how to do any of that stuff. Like, I know they say he goes to, like, engineering school, but we know this kid was taking, like, fucking, like, chemistry classes, not, like, quantum Quantum physics or quantum mechanics, yeah. 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 Uh, But, I don't know, I gotta respect, like, the Ironheart character for at least being, like, making her own suit. So, I don't know, I can't say anything until, like, that movie comes out. But this is the point, like, you gotta see all these movies to understand the other characters, and it's insane. And, like, Secret Invasion, like, that's not even, like, a really, like, a Secret Invasion thing. Like, if you know, it's, like, basically just, like... It's just an invasion. Nick, a Nick Fury solo yeah. show, uh, which is... I, it's fine. I, everyone, like, can't blame Samuel Jackson for being, you know, as cool as he yeah. is. But there's just so much stuff. Like, I don't know. I told you, I'm not spending money on any of the movies except, like, the Gardens Galaxy movie. Because, like, that's just a fun movie. And, like, uh, probably Blade. Because, like... That's just Mahershala Ali is just such a, and also Black Panther too, because yeah. uh, it looks honestly it looks better than the first just from the trailer. Uh, but I mean, I think Blade will be cool because Mahershala is absolutely awesome. Yeah, he's an incredible actor. He's one of my favorites, honestly. Like that's not even cap. That's not me It'll trying be a, to be like, oh my god, Mahershala Ali is just he's such a gifted actor. Like no, this dude's fucking dope. Like this dude's fresh. Yeah. I think he's just fun because I feel like he's the kind of guy who's like not above doing like an action movie or things like that. No, like he did, but he's also like he did Luke Cage. I mean, that, like, so you know he can he can do a Marvel well, act. Well, yeah, and he did that. I don't know if you saw that. That remember that one movie uh, that it was like James Cameron made? I think it was James Cameron, Alita: Battle Angel, that was like based on like one anime or something like that. No, I haven't seen that. Uh, there, okay, you want to talk about like a weird vehement fan base? That movie, for some reason, has, like, the craziest fan base. It's, like, anime dudes and, like, uh, like I don't know, just people who love, like, crazy action movies, like, teamed up to make, like, the worst 
like the most crazy fan base for like a movie that like didn't even do that well huh. uh anyway but he's like i think he's like a main character in that movie and apparently like he did a really good job yeah. i don't it's know also like the green uh, book but, is also like one you can't just like not mention like one of his greatest performances ever yeah he was good but i don't love that movie like i feel like he i don't love that movie i don't i kind of don't like uh vigo mortensen like i love him as eric Gordon, but i don't love him in that movie i don't really love him in anything else i've seen him in yeah i mean i think i think for that movie i get what you mean but like for that movie in particular i think we weren't designed to like like he wasn't designed for us to like him but right like i get it like in general like he's besides Besides everything else, right. like, it's just, it's yeah. not been... It's also just a, yeah. It's not a very accurate movie to how it was actually, like, how the thing actually went down yeah. based on the family's account. So that's yeah. my big issue. But also, I just kind of hate his character in that movie. I mean, I think Mahershala is great. I think his character is great. Uh, I think he can place, he's a very versatile actor. He can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he'll be really cool as Blade. Cause I'm, I'm going to give that a try, but I don't really care to see like the Ant-Man movie in theaters. I don't really care to see, uh, the Thunderbolts movie. Like I guarantee that's going to be Dude, shit. I don't know uh, where we started. It's going to be, it's yeah. Don't I even... don't feel like the new Captain America is going to be great. It, I, if I watch it, it will be on Disney plus. Uh, I don't really think, in, okay. The Avengers movies sound the goofiest, like of all, a movie called The Kang Dynasty. Like, that lo- sounds like it was named by, like, a 14-year-old. Uh, and Secret Wars, like, I just just don't even get me started. I think that's silly as fuck. I, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, not the name, but just the concept of doing something like that. I just feel like 15 years. this Avengers run is not going to do as good as years past. And number one, and I guess it, like, ties into number two. It's not going to be the same cast. Like, you're not going to have Robert Downey Jr. You're not going to have Chris Evans. You're not going to have Chris Hemsworth. You're not going to have Scarlett Johansson. You're going to have Jeremy Renner. You're not going to have, like... You're not going to have the OG Avengers. This is going to be a whole new set of Avengers that, yeah, like, maybe a new generation would take to, possibly. But... Like, it's just... In my notes, I have... It's... The Avengers at this point is redundant. Um... Obviously, like you said, there's bad names. Um, everything is all over the place with this whole multiverse shit. Which at first, yeah, it was pretty cool. But we quickly like got bored with that shit. Um, especially after Loki. We were like, oh, I, th- I think after Loki... Well, no, not after Loki. After No Way Home. We were like, okay, yeah, we've had our fill. We've had our, we've had our fill with the multiverse. And then, and then Doctor Strange came out and we were like, ooh. Um... Not awful, but not good. Um, and like the like I said, those all-time greats, the, the the OG Avengers cast, they're all either dead or they're like overused. Like Thor just got his fourth movie. Hawkeye finally got his own show, and that's probably the only season of that show he'll get. Um, Scarlet's mm. dead. Chris's Chris's character's dead. RDJ's character's dead. Um, banners all over the fucking place um especially with she-hole coming out yeah. so like i don't know i mean i don't know i think the issue is like there's not really anywhere for this thing to go like i don't know i feel like especially with the multiverse comments like they've really gone like full rick and morty like basically it's like oh what if worlds what if there were universes where things are weird 
And it's even worse that like half these movies are written by Rick and Morty writers. Like I love Rick and Morty. It's a fun show, but it needs, it should not be like used as a template for anything else. Cause it's such like a, it's just such a like acquired, not an acquired taste, but like such a specific kind of thing. And like it's, the ideas in that show don't translate to anything else. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's inspired by a lot of stuff, but it's just kind of like, I don't like that. They're just letting like Rick and Morty writers, uh, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's not like Marvel's ever had the best writers. They went from literally like Joss Whedon to, <laughs> to this. So, you know, it's not like the, really, we should expect that much, but oh, I just feel like the Avengers stuff is so goofy now. Cause like what? Like, okay. I, I, I gotta say Anthony Mackie is really great. He'll be a great Captain America, but like. Can you imagine him, like, talking about the multiverse? Like, that just seems so out of place to have, like, this guy who has got a wings wings and a shield to be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking, like, you know, kick ass out here. Like, what's he going to do? He's, like, he's got, like, you know, like, the shield and, like, some guns. I think at that point, all it comes down to is who directs that movie. And I don't think we have a set director for that movie, unless we do. And I just don't know. Um, it's Martin Scorsese. <laughs> The Italian cinematic universe. <laughs> well, all of his people are dying. Like, have you seen this? Like, another Goodfellas no. character has died. Yeah, that's um, sad. Which I don't even... Did, didn't he direct Goodfellas? I don't think he did. Scorsese? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he did? I thought That's a Scorsese? Okay. I thought it was... Um, yeah, I think so. Let's let's check, because I I, I'll feel like a dumbass uh, if, I, if I'm wrong, but... I'll be completely honest. I have never seen Goodfellas. No, I don't think it was him. Was it? No, it was. It was. It was Scorsese? Wow. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was. It was. Um. Right. But it's, I mean, it was crazy, which is why I feel like you gotta take Scorsese's word over anyone else's. I mean, he's got so many movies that, like, Goodfellas doesn't even show up in, like, the top ten when you go on, like, Google. Like, he's got so many mm -hmm. great movies, like, good. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I definitely, when I was younger, I don't think I understood the comments. But now, after seeing more movies and really understanding, like, he's right. Like, they're theme park rides. Like, a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, no more than a theme park ride. It's a good theme park ride, yeah. but it's not much better than that. Yeah. That's what the Ant-Man movie is going to be. That's what the Captain America movie is going to be. That's what the Disney Plus shows are. And if you start treating it as being anything more than that and being any sort of, like, high art uh, or deserving of the same praise that movies that are made by you know independent studios or, or directors who are not controlled by a, a studio uh, as much you know maybe working within a studio I, it's just I feel like insulting to most other art like I, I, I would say you know film is a very you know it's a very respectable genre uh -huh. as much as any painting or music or poetry anything like that it's a really uh, important genre to keep but we have to, to keep that. We have to make sure that we support movies that actually, you know, have some sort of artistic value uh, and not just, like, pure entertain, entertainment, which I think art can be entertaining. A lot of, art, like, really great artistic movies are very entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's, just, that's just my take. I think, to circle back to Captain America, I, like how I said it, depends on who directs that movie. Oh, it does have director. I don't remember who it is. It's like, it's no one big. Like that's the thing. It's like these movies are not directed by anyone big. Like Sam Raimi, you did he directed like Doctor Strange, but like you can tell it's like a studio directed movie. They're all they all are. 
Although, I don't know, I feel like like the from Black Panther 2, it seems like Ryan Coogler has a little more control than the average person, probably because Black Panther 1 did so yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a guy uh, named Julius Ona, who is a little lesser known um, director, um, who's directing Captain America 4. Um, which, even that feels weird saying Captain America 4, I feel like this is... This is a new Captain America. I feel like we need to just like restart at Captain America one, uh, new world order. Mm. Um, but like, like I said, it depends on who directed the movie. And I think this guy, there's potential. Um, I haven't seen any of this guy's work. I don't think. Let me. So every time, fun fact. Every time I try to look up um, something on my phone. Um, near my microphone it picks up audio interference um so his directing credits are the cloverfield paradox uh which is like a netflix uh movie the girl is in trouble uh which is uh i don't really never heard of 2015 action film and then luce loose Loose, 2019 like film anyway. with um with um kind of a a mix of of bigger names like Naomi Watts and then you have Octavia Spencer and then you have uh, Christopher Mann and yeah so I think there's potential there but like if you really want like a good faithful trusted director i think you need to go with like like if there was no director assigned to this movie i think i would assign number one ryan coogler i think could do a good job but that's just like the easy Mm -hmm. cop out you know um number two jordan peele no no dude hear me out i think jordan peele could make this movie he's got the comedy experience that you know sam wilson's a funny dude so I think he could like really take Sam Wilson's comedy aspect to a new level. Um, Jordan Peele, maybe, maybe you give the Russo brothers another another shot at this one mm-hmm. because they've worked with this character for so long. But I don't know. I don't know. Hear me out, Shane Black. Bring him back. Shane Black. Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys, uh, the 2018 Predator movie. I mean, he's, like, the perfect, like, just make, like, a crazy action movie, like, dude. And I don't know. See, I thought Iron Man 3 was... I'm not going to say Iron Man 3 was good. No, I'm not saying it's... I'm not saying it's... I'm not saying it was good. I'm just saying it would be... That would be a director who could... It could be. ...make a action movie. I think you could also... (laughs) He is... He is one of the directors in the that exist. Um, let fucking what's his name? Let um. <laughs> let Spike Jones direct Captain America four. <laughs> like go inside someone's head. <laughs> um, let Spike Jones being let Spike a... Jones direct this shit. Come on now. <laughs> You know this is a good idea. It's do the right. It's do the right thing, but it's Captain America Ford. You mean Spike Lee? Wait. Oh shit! I always get them confused. You think it's Spike? 
I get them confused. They're completely different. I always think it's a Spike Jones joint, not a Spike Lee joint. Okay, never mind. No. Spike Jones is just like... No, Spike Jones... Okay, no, 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 no. Either Spikes. Either Spikes. I think this could... Because like you said, get it in their head. Captain America's got some shoes to fill here. I think this could... I think it has potential. That's all I'm going to say. Spike Lee or Spike Jones. Either of the Spikes. Let them in. Just, uh... God, I don't Fuck know. Fuck Hollywood for letting either of them have the same name. You know, because they're both, like, okay. solid. Anyway, go ahead. My take is that I feel like George Miller could save a Marvel movie. Dude, okay, George Miller would be a great... George Miller, James Cameron, um... No, George Miller. We'll run with George Miller because George Miller's George Miller's kind of a badass. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, I just feel like he's one of those guys who does like the most with like a uh, like a studio budget. Like, and he like just kind of makes his own. Uh, honestly, okay. One person I would love to do like <laughs> like a Michael Mann a Michael Mann Punisher movie. Can you imagine how insane that would be? Dude. Um. Michael Bay. I don't know. I just a Michael Bay movie. Uh, Mike, no, Michael Bay is Captain America four. <laughs> fucking explosions every fucking where. Um, okay, that's perfect. Hear me out here. Robert Rodriguez directs Captain America four. Spy Kids, Shark Boy, and Lava Girl. Come on now. The CGI is bad as a as a bit. Come you on. Know? It's like it's not. It's definitely not on purpose. I uh, think this has potential. Planet Terror, come on. Let's go. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just feel like Marvel's kind of lost its charm. Like I won't say I, I've had fun watching Marvel, but I'm not I everything I've heard about Thor Eleven Thunder is not making me think that I need to buy a ticket for that. It doesn't seem like it has any like creative touch on it. it seems like Kevin Feige and every other executive went in there watched the movie and said, I don't want that. I don't want that. That's not going to fly here. Uh, just cut everything good out, uh, pasted things together, and made a movie that none, neither the directors nor the actors nor any of the regular editors saw Yeah, I uh, based on what, everything's, what everyone said. And I don't know. That's just like, I hate that. I hate that like a director can't make a movie. I think it would be great if a director could flourish within a... Uh, a universe like that. Well, especially like, such a talented director as Taika Waititi. Yeah. I, I, that's what I feel. And I feel like, I mean, it definitely, I feel like his movies still have had his like touch in them, uh, with, you know, uh, like Thor three did or whatever. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's frustrating. I think the person's comment who really stuck out to me was Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, said that uh he said that he feels that after working with marvel that's very active actor friendly mm-hmm. but it's not very director friendly yeah. because i mean if you're an actor you get to have fun on set you get to you know you get to make a character really because i mean these are characters that are being translated from you know comics to films so you're really making the character have a personality mm-hmm. um so i i and a lot of times they work with very limited source materials i don't know i i i feel like it really sucks to have to be a director or any sort of uh, you know, behind the camera person, because you're not really getting your say. It's gonna. It's ultimately going to every Disney, every Disney higher up, every Marvel higher up, 
uh, to quality control it, which is like not a good sign for a movie if it can't just be, you know, trusted to be in a director's hand. Yeah, I feel like growing up, I I've always wanted to make movies. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, that's why I'm a journalism major. That's why I'm a screen studies minor. Um, I growing up, I remember watching Iron Man in 08 when it came out, and I was like, "Yep, Marvel." I want to make a Marvel movie. Don't know what Marvel movie I want to make, but I want to make a Marvel movie. The older I get, I'm like, ooh, this is where you go to fucking die. Like, Disney's where mm-hmm. you go to die. Because you have no yeah. creative control. Absolutely no creative control. Whatsoever. Yeah. Well, that's why they give it to, like, no offense to anyone. I mean, I can't even hate on them because they've got more talent and success than I have. But a lot of the movies now are just given to nobodies. Like, they just give nobodies because they know they can do that. I mean, Joe and Anthony Russo are, were nobodies. I mean, they, they made a couple TV shows, but they, as themselves, were not movie directors. Yeah. Uh, well, they did. The Russo, mean, they was did it the Russo brothers that did Community? Yeah. yeah, but they don't. They're not movie. That's different yeah. from making a well, movie. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's weird. They just get weird choices. Like, independent directors, uh, like Destin Daniel Credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly directing Shang-Chi, yep. uh, you know, it's like, it's just very weird. Like, they're not choices that are very, like, inspired. They're not choosing, like, people that are, like, they're not choosing the action directors who make their own decisions. That's why you wouldn't have a Michael Bay Marvel movie, because you know they can't control them. It's very much like someone who will work with the studio. I guarantee one of the questions are, how well do you work with, uh, how well do you listen to authority when you get interviewed to be, a Mar- like, a Marvel director? And if your thing is like, well, you know, yeah, anything but yes, sir. Pretty much. Case in uh, point, Black Widow with Kate Shortland. Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely think that they need to start taking risks. I'm not saying. I and I mean, they make. They've made so many shitty movies and TV shows lately. They might as well take a risk because they've got so much money. No matter what, if they make one bad movie and it flops, I mean. They gotta learn. I mean, Eternals was a try, but it was a bad try. I mean, no offense to uh, Chloe Zhao, I think she really had something planned. I just don't think. I don't that think the studio really. It was sort of supported her with the that. The studio messed it up, and also I don't think that it was really something that should have been uh, turned into a movie of that scale. Like I feel like they could have definitely t- trimmed it down into a smaller story with a smaller cast, and it would have been a little more manageable. Because, I mean. Who? Let's be honest. Did we really need anything else besides Kingo? Like, right? <laughs> the best character. When's Kingo getting his own movie? <laughs> anyway, I saw I saw a fake poster. A lot of people were making memes about like all the like Marvel announcements. How many there were making like fake things. My favorite one I've seen is that the like a fake Wong and Morbius movie. Or the there's the Wong Morbius. There's also like the. The Ned King of or CEO of Sex, shit. <laughs> it's been going. Ned CEO of Sex. That's all I want. <laughs> um, if anyone's not familiar, uh, Ned from uh, is the Spider Man, uh, Spider Man's best friend, uh, <coughs> and it's all based on a scene from the first Spider Man MCU movie where he gets caught trying to help Spider Man in the computer lab. 
and his response to them being in there is that he says, he's "Watching porn." Uh, the the person, yes, yeah, I'm watching porn, and it's like everyone just jokes that he's like CEO of sex, <laughs> which I think is so funny. And then the the pictures are just like like set photos of him or like photos of him from like award shows where he's just got like random ass. He's got like, like drip on. Fits yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I, I love I, I love Ned. He's such a like a interesting character for them to like basically make originally. Um but yeah. I don't know. I I I feel like the thing is Marvel is just like a bunch of like meme worthy characters and then like you know uh post credit scenes yep. and that's it. Like yep. it's lost its I don't it's know. lost its spark with me. Right. I mean I'll keep I'll keep watching here and there, but it's it's like I've like I've said before, it is free to look up spoilers for a movie online. If you just want to stay up to date, you can know everything that happens on a movie as soon as it drops because of every single article that comes out. Just go on Reddit, go anywhere, and you can look up. Uh, you know, let, let's say uh, what's the next thing to come out? Uh, She-Hulk. You just look up She-Hulk spoilers, and if you don't really feel like watching She-Hulk, but you want to know. Oh, is there going to be something big that I'm going to miss? And it's going to screw up me understanding every movie going forward. Just look up She-Hulk spoilers. Your life will be solved. Do you remember the exact just... drop date for She-Hulk? Do you what? remember when She-Hulk's supposed to drop? It's like September. Okay. Something okay. like that. August. Okay. I thought it was months. September. I just couldn't remember. I mean, hey, Daredevil's coming back. Dude, That's cool, that was fucking like... I saw a TikTok that was like, oh my god, why... Why is Daredevil got the yellow and red costume in this thing? Like, what the fuck? That's so ugly. But, bruh, if motherfucking, uh, what's his name? Was it Bullseye? In season three of Daredevil? Yeah. Just, like, wreaked fucking havoc in your suit. Like, no shit you'd want to do one. Come on now. Yeah. A bro hit him with the ketchup and mustard. Dude, I... <laughs> get. <laughs> We got the ketchup and mustard fist. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the yellow and red's kind of hard, though. I think it goes hard, and right. I think hey, I it's mean, campy. Least... And I think for a movie, uh, for a TV show like She Hulk, it needs to be campy. Now, in his eighteen I mean, episode Mar- spinoff uh, or solo venture, Daredevil born was it born again? Um. I think I think they're just straight red and the reds and maroons need to come back. Hmm. Hey, just be happy they're not doing the whole tactical suit, no mask that they give every other superhero because it's too uh, goofy to do a comic book accurate costume. But whatever. Uh, I don't feel like talking about Marvel anymore. Yeah, it's it's a little depressing to think that's all the movies that are coming yep. out uh, that you'll all you hear about. When there's plenty of other great uh, independent movies to support. There's um uh, fun so. fact. There are um, I I believe. Do you have an HBO Max subscription? Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ben. Yes. Okay, so there are twenty nine eighteen A twenty four films coming to HBO Max in August, um, which I believe is most of their. I guess you could call it discography, um, but yeah. there are. I mean, there's a ton of them. I mean, there's Adderall Diaries, Ex Machina, um, Lean on Pete, Mojave, Mississippi Grind, Son of a Gun, Spectacular Now, Tusk, Revenge of the Green Dragons. Um, I mean, like, most of their discography. 
2016 moving forward is, or I guess like 20, 2012, even when it was founded, moving forward is coming to Dis- or is coming to HBO Max August first. So like, like you said, like let's let's divert our attention from Disney and like give it to like other studios like A24 right. that puts out like some of the weirdest but coolest films that are out there. So, right. Obviously, not all of them are great, but at least it's made with a little more heart and a little more integrity than any Marvel movie you'll Precisely. see. Precisely. Uh, so, and I mean, and it's not just A twenty four. There's so many. There's so many things. I definitely what I, definitely sucks for me is like the dis, like the sort of dissolution of like Fox Searchlight. Mm. I don't know if you remember them, but Searchlight has put out some of the best movies. Yes, it was under Fox, but I they put out so many. I think so many like those classic movies. Mm-hmm. I think like like things like Juno. Uh, were were uh, Fox Searchlight and you know just really great uh, movies. Uh, I, I think once they bought Disney, I don't know if I don't know. There's, there's definitely some that come out here and there. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite was mm-hmm. a was a Fox Searchlight yeah. movie. A lot of things like that, which you know are great and very popular movies, but they're made with a much uh, uh, a much more independent sort of uh, spirit. Then I don't know. I I it's definitely a good case study uh, to watch the. I guess I don't know if monopolization is the good word, but like the consolidation of studio films over the course of the history of cinema um, and just watching like it was like the 80s and 90s where in like independent studios really just shined. Um, and now we're kind of seeing a more like concise Fox Disney uh, 20th century, I guess Fox is 20th century, Lionsgate, like all, it's just like Warner Bros. Warner Bros., yeah, for DC and and all these other entities, but yeah. See, the thing that makes me sad is like, if I were to say like, hey, if you're like tired of Marvel movies, check out like an actually good like action blockbuster that's coming out, Avatar 2, which is also being produced by Disney because it's, they bought Fox and it's like, I just man, like everything you want is Fox or, or I mean, is Mar- is Disney or F- Warner mm-hmm. Bros. Like, it's there's no there's no other studio. Yep. And I just man, it it just frustrates me. It's like, I just you know, these corporations do not need your money. They don't really respect. They don't. They don't really have a plan other than uh, make money. I mean, they have everything is so like cookie cutter uh-huh. and like trying to sort of check all these check all these uh boxes like have these big stars uh to sell like shitty movies i mean like i don't know and it's like and they try to like everything is so like clean and like sort of uh desensitized to like spread to like a mass audience and like that's not like what movies you know really need to be is there's got to be something challenging I don't know. That's how I feel. And it's like, and they still fail. I mean, they still fail at what they're doing. I mean, like think about this whole Warner brothers, uh, that they, they have like a failing, uh, 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 Harry Potter universe thing because the creator of Harry Potter, uh, terrible, terrible, terrible person, uh, just terrible comments. Uh, they're all there. They may try to make a spinoff movie, terrible stars, uh, Ezra Miller, obviously full of controversy, uh, and like the, the movie and the Johnny Depp thing, uh, wherever you fall on that, I mean, still 
Johnny Depp was not an easy actor to work with. I mean, they had to cut him out of the movies too. Uh, but and I mean, and uh, even with all the big stars they still had, it, the movies weren't 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 good. Uh, and then obviously DC, they don't. Who's Superman? Like who plays Superman anymore? Uh, and then Ezra Miller. So it's like they're failing. Uh, Marvel's losing traction. I feel. I mean, they're still making a lot of movies, but definitely feel that there's a lot more people that are pushing back against that. So hopefully that continues. I think you gotta you gotta we gotta show them at the box office. Uh, anyway, let's like let's move on to something. Yeah, let's else. move on. I feel like we talked about on. this. Yeah, before, and at right? the end of the day, support your local indie film. Um, like, if you see an indie film, not local. If you see an indie film, watch it. If you see an indie director, check them out. Um, yeah, because they're trying to do something that's different than than these major the major top two or three studios are trying to do. So. Yeah, let's move on. Ben, let's move on to music. Um, I'm kind of disappointing in this field because I haven't really had the chance to like sit down and, and, and find new music lately. But I, I feel like you have. You're, you're a very musical dude. Um, you've always got... I mean, every time I open Spotify, you're listening to something. So, yeah. um, like, kind of like... What are, we, what are we listening to lately? I'll let you start. So, okay, so a couple of things I've been listening to... Uh, uh, probably, I think one of my favorite albums to come out this year that so far they've listened to, uh, Black Midi. Uh, if anyone's not familiar, very in, like uh, experimental sort of like rock. I guess I'd call it. Uh, a lot of people would file under like the British post punk scene, uh, which is I think you know maybe not very limiting of an option. I, I I feel like the one thing someone compared black community to tool which i hate don't compare anything to tool tool is like such a very niche fan base Mm -hmm. um but black midi is a very interesting group uh they released their new album called hellfire uh just about a week or two ago uh and it's really really interesting it's it's uh sort of got this very intense rock sound that all their albums have had before but it's got and they, uh, they they've introduced this on their past album and definitely a little bit on their first album too uh but there's a lot of like jazz sort of being thrown there a lot of more uh jazz and big orchestra sort of sounds uh that i didn't really you know you, you don't really get a chance to appreciate in uh a lot of music that falls within like this sort of subgenre of rock and i think this album really they learned to balance some of their intense sounds with more soft uh sounds and i think it is really nice blend and it's not all just hard and uh you know uh, fast there's definitely some slow beautiful parts and i i I think if you're if you want like a way to get into black midi before you're trying to go back and look at those old albums that are just heavy i would listen to this uh one it's called hellfire uh like i said really good uh another album from someone who i think is really great artist that literally just dropped i think today uh, Steve Lacey dropped his new album, yeah. uh, titled Gemini, Gemini writes really good. Uh, it's really good. I listened to the full thing. Uh, I really like helmet and bad habit were both mm-hmm. really good tracks. Uh, definitely check that one out if you haven't. Um, otherwise another good, uh, artist that I just found is called honey glaze. Uh, I don't know much about the artists, uh, themselves, but 
it's, it's the album felt very much like a very personal sort of introspective uh, listen. I guess it's I don't know. It's not like a solo act, but I definitely could tell that like it was definitely there's definitely like one person on on at least each of the songs, maybe over the whole album that really was telling their own story. Uh, I think it's really great. Uh, but otherwise, besides that, I've been listening to uh, I don't know if, I don't know if you're familiar with Phoenix Sam, but it's like a a uh, French sort of like pop yeah, rock. Yeah, is that 1901? Is that them? Uh, or am I thinking of someone else? That's yeah, 1901 yeah. is them. But I've listened to the, I've listened to the, all their albums yeah. and they're really really good. But yeah, 1901 is them and they're really good. Um, otherwise, just kind of like nothing really else. What do you got? Um, not much new. Um, I've been kind of going down a Black Sabbath rabbit hole. Um, because Black Sabbath, like I don't know about you. I know you're probably not like the. You're not from knowing you for the last like almost decade. You're not like the biggest like metal dude, but like Black Sabbath. When I work out, it's good background noise. Or, like, when I'm really scatterbrained and I just need some, some kind of, like, stimulation in the background, they can kind of serve as good background noise. Uh, volume 4 has been what I've been kind of listening to. It's a very short album. Um, let me pull it up right now. Um, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Boom. And then we go to discography, see all. Oh, it's one of their first. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's like a very the- new Fourth. Yeah, yeah, it's their fourth volume four. Um, obviously, let me try to find like the original, original. Snowblind. Um, I mean, Snowblind's a good song. Supernaut has really been like, I worked out to that song today uh, a couple times. It's a really good song, really good background noise. Um, Neck Deep is another good, uh, like a band I've been kind of like. I've listened to them for the last couple of years, but like I've recently kind of gotten into their discography. Um, so I'm kind of late to the game on this one, uh, but December by Neck Deep has been a good that one. And when you know, um, they're like a kind of a more poppy punk owl, uh, kind of group. So I don't know if Ben would like kind of enjoy that very much, um, but um, they're pretty cool. I think they're a UK pop punk band. Um, Young the Giant has come out with like the first half of their their new concept album. Uh, so Act One is Origins, and like. Need, need we say, Young the Giant, like, never misses. I got into Young the Giant back in, like, 2013 when they dropped um, uh, Mind Over Matter. Is it Mind Over Matter? Is that the album? Um, but, um, I mean, God, Young the Giant just never misses, man. I don't know if you disagree. Um, if you do, it's okay, Ben. But, like, Young the Giant, I just... They've always had a they've always, they've always had a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, 2014 with Mind Over Matter. Oh, such a good album. Um, Mirror Master in 2018, Home of the Strange in 2016, and their most recent Origins um, 2022. Just oh, so good. American Bollywood is probably my favorite song because it's just so. It's just it's deep and it it's definitely, it's definitely sung by. It's told from the perspective of definitely. I think I think the front man, um, Samir, who is who is yeah. um, of of Indian um, descent and kind of like, uh, I, I would I, I assume just from the lyrics, it's a tale of kind of 
of life. Um, but but yeah, so I don't know if you've given it a listen, anyway. but wow, it was so good. No, I need to listen to Young the Giant. I know you, you've talked about them for a while. I just I've never really had a chance to listen to them besides like the very popular stuff. Um, but <laughs> I've been okay. So I I will comment. I, I I don't mind Black Sabbath. I as far as metal goes, I do like their stuff. I will say Planet Caravan. It's not a metal track at all, but that's one of my favorite uh, songs just in general. Really good, really good, just vibey sort of piece. Mm. That's off of the Paranoid album. Mm. Uh, but I was looking at Neck Deep, and if you go to their Spotify and like the the bio under the about, uh, it literally just says "shut the fuck up." Like that's all it says. <laughs> 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 I love that. It's very it on says, brand for yeah, them. Yeah, very like I, I'm just reading it in, like a British voice. My uh, very my top. Oi, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to cough again. That was probably terrible. <coughs> oh, goodness. Okay, my Jesus. my top, yeah, that's, that's a fun cough I've had lately. Um, no, my top tracks from them are, should you care to listen, um, When You Know, December, STFU, and Motion Sickness are probably my top, mm. my top, what was that, four? Yeah. Yeah, that top was four. four songs. So nice. yeah, um, yeah, I might have yeah. to. Um, I made a list. I went through my Discover Weekly um, this afternoon, and I made a list mm-hmm. of three artists that I am interested in listening to the discography from, um, or like the discography slash the new album, um, just based off of like Discover Weekly slash release radar. Um, so first of all, Jack White's "Entering Heaven Alive." Jack White usually has, like, one or two songs per album that, like, kind of slap. Um, so I'm interested to see if there are any two, if there's at least one on this album that are worth listening to. Um, Maya Hawk, um, daughter of Ethan Hawk and uh, Uma Thurman, um, apparently uh, has, a, has, a, has a music project. So I'm interested to see how, how she is. Um, I imagine pretty good, um, but we'll see. And then I've heard a lot about Chris Cohen. Um, I don't know if you've listened to Chris Cohen at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. That showed up on my Discover Weekly last Yeah, week. any good? I, which, let me I've only let me check. I'm going to go to my likes because it's definitely in my likes. Uh, Chris Cohen. The track that I – oh, it's on my playlist for summer. It's called Green Eyes. Okay. Uh, that's, the track, that's the track I liked. That stuff is 2019. I don't know anything else about him. Um. Oh, he's from the. There's a band called the Curtains. Okay. Uh, and also, if you've heard of Deerhoof, he was the guitarist. No, there. I haven't heard of that. Uh, so, so I mean, he's been around for a while, but I guess this is like solo stuff. And I I like that. Green Green Eyes is a good track. Okay. Um, hit that and his 2016 album both seem like mm-hmm. they're worth giving a listen to. Did you have a track from him on your Discover Weekly? Um, not that I can remember. I'm kind of too oh. lazy to check. Um, oh yeah, it was Green Eyes. It was Green Eyes. I'm looking now. Mm. It's Green Eyes. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, who's another one on here? Oh, there's a uh, Corey Hansen on here as well. Garden of Delight. Oh, oh, Corey Hansen. Yeah, that that's weird. That's the same exact song that's on mine. Oh really? That's just they just copy. They're just copy and bro. pasting. I wonder if they bro. Do they, that. Know. Like, they, just, they know. They <laughs> know. They know. Um, 
No, Corey Corey Hansen's really okay. good. Uh, he's got a band called Juan. Okay. Uh, that's been around for uh, a, a bit, probably like ten years. Uh, I love Wand. Uh, I, he's the vocalist, and I don't know what other instrument he plays. But uh, I would, I mean, Wand. You know, a nice, and an, I, I wouldn't. I don't know anything about his solo stuff, but he's from that band, and he's really good. So okay, cool. Yeah. Well, sweet. Yeah, that's that's. That's, that's I all I got, man. Um, do you? We're at about an hour and eight minutes. Do you want to answer one of Life's Deep's questions, or do you want to just wrap it up? Let's do a Life's Deep question. We talked too much about Marvel okay. to like not talk about anything else. Okay. Um, um, okay, so I have several here, and I'll let you pick. So the questions I have here are, do we have souls, religions aside? Um... What is time? Is the end of time closer than we think? And are fate and and slash or predetermination real? Mm. Let's tackle the last one. Okay, cool. That's the one that was drawing me the most too. So I feel like I feel like we could go pretty far with this one. See. My thing is I feel that fate and predetermination are things that were invented by like writers for the sake of stories and were taken too seriously by people. Like the, I think the thing that comes to mind is like uh, Oedipus Rex where a guy basically gets a prophecy that he's going to kill his dad and that he's going to marry his mom. Right. Uh, that's the very short end of things. Right. And everything that he does in his life leads up uh-huh. to that. Uh, and you know that's pretty much the same story with Hamlet. Oh yeah, I mean, these are like, th- yeah. I mean, it's it's you know they're they're, the thing is like fate is something that you only consider if you've told what your fate is, and it's one of those situations where, the more you I think the more you think about something, it's just in general the more you think about something, and the more you try to avoid something the more likely it is to come true. Like if you're trying to avoid a bad situation, awkward situation, talking to someone, have you ever noticed like if you avoid someone. And they like because you don't want to talk to them. The more they start thinking about you, and the more and like the more likely they are to like reach out to you and be like, "Hey, like, why are you avoiding me? Why why are you ignoring me?" It's like, it's. I don't think that like there's any sort of like idea of fate as in there's something that, that from the moment you're born, or even before you're born, that is going to happen to you. There's no sort of thing that says that this is the only way things can go. There's so many decisions that you make on a daily basis that can influence what you do. Yes. I mean, I could have chosen not to go to work today and could have been fired and then I'd be broke as fuck and wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, have money for shit. And like that's 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 not maybe maybe there's a way there's a a, a universe where that could have happened. There's there's, you know, every single time you make a decision, there's a there's a uh, there's a I, idea of a reality where that didn't happen, uh, where you made different decisions. So I don't think there's a fate. I think that it's really, you can have an infinite amount of fates. You can have any. There's, there if if you believe if we're going back to the whole idea of a multiverse, <laughs> like the fucking Marvel movies, you could do any of those things. So there's no individual fate. There's no way that the you that exists now is gonna do the same thing that someone says that you would do because they that's your fate like there's no 
I just can't think of anything more embarrassing. Like, oh, this was fate, you know, that I met someone or like thing that. Like, it's a coincidence. It's a fun coincidence that you met someone or like a nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice thing. that it like, turned out no that fate. way. Yeah. Right. There's no destiny. I mean, that I think that ignores the value of any sort of uh, decision or hard work on your end. If you say it's destiny that I ended up with the person I ended up with. Or it's destiny that uh, I am going to become a doctor or something like that. No, that that disregards that you work to get to that point. You work to meet those mm-hmm. people. You work to get those classes. If you weren't destined to do anything, uh, you could have done anything else. You could have ended up with anyone else. Uh, you just simply uh, were lucky that the path you sort of got on was optimal. And that's the thing. Is like everyone, nobody says. I mean, people don't say destiny when it's something mediocre. It's only when it's something really good or really bad. I mean, I don't peak. It's because people have this sort of like hyperbolic idea that like either really good things or really bad things can happen. And there's no like in the middle. Like sometimes things happen in the middle and you just kind of, you know, maybe you didn't intend to uh, get the car you did or you got, you didn't intend to like live in the house you did, but that's what you got. And it's like, it's not destiny. It's just simply decisions that it's based on all the decisions you made sort of compounded, uh, together. So I don't know. I, I don't believe in, in fate or destiny. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I feel like fate and predetermination are absolute bullshit. And I think they've been constructed by people just like most things in this world have been, um, in order for peace and balance and kind of like ease of mind, I feel like life, this is kind of like my current philosophy on life, Um, and feel free to disagree with me, that's okay, Um, I feel as though life is far simpler than we make it out to be, Um, especially with fate, predetermination, um, religion, Um, while religion, I do... I do feel has a great level of importance, um, especially to those who, who practice and follow it uh, for cultural and, and personal reasons. Um, life is simple. We're just here to like be here, and just because we do one thing doesn't mean another thing is, is completely out of the picture, or that because one thing is completely in the picture and that's the only way that it can happen. Like Just because I didn't look both ways before I crossed the road doesn't mean I'm automatically going to get hit by a fucking car. Like, that's just not... And, like, maybe I'm, like, like, being an idiot with this, but, like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, just because... Just... You're simplifying... We're just here to be here, and, like, our actions, like, we do things because we want to do them, or because we, we feel like those are... Those serve our best interests at the time. Um, and like you said, we meet people. It's a coincidence that we meet people. We meet people that, um, that shape our lives for the good or the better. The good, the better, the bad, the worst. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a very complex thing that my brain is like very, like not prepared to take on, but like, we're just here to be here. There's not, there's no one particular to simplify kind of what you said there's no particular one way or the highway kind of 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 way of Mm -hmm. life there are several different ways that you can 
that you can go in life. And just because you go one way doesn't mean something like you go one way for one venture doesn't mean that another venture isn't going to another venture that's either present at the time or or will be present doesn't happen down the line. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's also such a like there's there's eight there's about eight billion people. There will be eight billion people very mm-hmm. soon. If you think that every single person has a fate, which I don't think anyone does, mm-hmm. everyone thinks that the only person that has a destiny is themselves and maybe the people they love. They don't care. They don't think anyone else has a destiny. They don't think anyone has a fate. It's so egocentric. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that someone someone out there made a plan for me. They may not have made a plan for you, but they have a plan for me, and this is the plan. Or if they fail, that they, you know, they're the only person that was meant to fail. And then it makes, it doesn't regard that they had any sort of, like, it takes the blame away from them. Or it shifts any sort of, like, uh, real world circumstances, uh, you know, away. I mean, it's not your destiny. Sometimes, like, you know, the we live in a bad world. Like, the economy, not great. Things like that. Like... The, it's not God. It's not any sort of higher power saying that you were destined to do this. I don't know, I'm not trying to get too atheist or whatever. No, but like, no, no, no. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, it's it's funny that you that you say it like that because now it like kind of like puts a light bulb over my brain of like the the concept of fate, predetermination, all synonyms of that of those two words. It's a very selfish mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you believe there's a plan for everyone. I mean, some people say, oh, God has a plan for everyone, or this or that. Like, I don't think... You're not thinking about every person on Earth. Every single time there's a fate that... When, if there's a fate, your fate would influence everyone else. Mm-hmm. Because when your decision... something, They're not... And things would have to conflict for that to be, like, uh, true. Yep. Like, there's no way mm-hmm. that... I, so, I, this we all we all can't no we way. all can't exist. Our fates can't all. It's like nothing can completely play out at the same exact time. Without, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like without right. like, like you said, like with fate, like your fate does not predict and or like choose another person's I don't, I don't know i don't know you you understand what i'm trying to say yeah yeah i but also like another thing is like uh how come like uh you had a good fate and someone else doesn't get together for exactly is that because they're a bad person exactly. what do you like uh what do you like uh Thomas Hobbes or whatever. Exactly. Okay. Weird yeah. weird comparison like, to like? make here. Ben, you're perfectly healthy. Nothing's wrong with you. Like 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 organally that we know of right now, you know? Um mm-hmm. my pancreas doesn't work. Why does why does my pancreas not have to work and yours works just fine? Like that's a prime example of we're just here to be here. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean it, it really comes down to that. That was simply a biological thing that yep. happened. It's not like I mean, if that was the case, like, that would mean that, like, I don't know, if it was, like, that someone would have been, like, your fate was just not to do with your pancreas, that you maybe, 
like I don't know there's some some other like thing that was going to be part of your fate and the pancreas just wasn't part of that journey or whatever which is so it's like a random thing to say where it's simply a biological thing that thankfully is very much a solvable yeah you know? there's nothing I hate there's issue. nothing I hate more than people being like oh yeah God intended for you to be a type 1 diabetic he has a plan for you you're going to use that that disability specifically that word disability mm-hmm. to to make a difference in this world like no fuck you okay like fuck you it's it's a lot simpler than that biology mm-hmm. and genetics there you go mm-hmm. it happened so fucking what science is a thing and i'm riding the fucking coattails of science right now and that's not right. due to god creating the science or or fate creating the science like no dude like it just happens mm-hmm. and it is what it is and you roll with it like who gives a shit i don't give a shit right yeah and i mean that's the thing is like you have everyone's born into a certain set of circumstances you know some people are born in great circumstances their parents are billionaires yep. and they never have to work a day in their life other people are born to the streets and will live on the streets or they will get off the streets. Mm-hmm. Like and that. it's completely you know, up to them. No, it's not like, fate. It's completely up to them whether they get off the streets or not. It's up to them. I mean, not only up to them, but there's up to, you know, sort of ex- like external factors. Those external factors are not fate. Uh, it's not fate. There's, it, it's, it's just simply, I mean, what happens to animals in the natural world, what happens to, uh, 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 like, like any object in a system, uh, whether it's a you know a molecule, uh, in any sort of thing, that's not fate. It's there's a set of things that are a set of circumstances uh, that allow something to survive or something to be active or something like that. It's all there's no fate involved. It's all it all can be explained with science or with simple logic, and it's maybe not even simple, just logic in general. And there's no there's no fate is not the is never the explanation i don't know i don't i need to talk to someone who believes that fate is real because i don't know anyone who's like yeah there's fate or destiny at least to at least to a high degree i mean i'm sure i don't i don't really have any friends that are super on that like you mm-hmm. know predetermination predestination thing it's like i don't know i i like that i like the idea that there isn't a fate because i think the chaos of it all is what makes it worth life with living having the ability to make decisions and know that your decision is not a set path is really great. I think like, that's what I want to, I, if I don't say anything else this episode, which I don't know why I wouldn't, I like, there's something in being able to choose and knowing that your choice is something that only you'll be able to do. uh, Yeah. That's really important. Like moving as much as I fucking hated it, moving to such a biblical conservative, just like not my vibe kind of place um when i was 18 17 18 years old just really like opened my like i knew this was like a thing like i knew people were like super like jesus freak god is the only answer to everything and our god is the same god that is with every other is just with every other thing and blah, 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 blah. God chooses everything for me. I think experiencing that at, at the age I did 
it's just like like you said you've never met someone or like you don't have like people in your in your friend group that are like super big on like predetermination or like stuff like that and i think with like with predetermination comes with like a thing of like like god created the universe and not science like a scientific explanation as to why the universe was created and things like that I feel fortunate to have experienced that of people that are like, yep, God's the only answer. God before everything else. Like, if it was God or my ability to breathe air, it would be God before my ability to breathe clean air. Um, I think my experience of that has, like, it's interesting because I've seen those exact same people go from that exact same mindset to more of a secular mindset. I feel like, obviously, the world as a whole has become, in the last hundred years, dare I say, like, 50 years, we've become a far more speculative um, world, and I think that, I don't know, it's just interesting to see people who have clouded their mind with something that mm-hmm. preaches fate, predetermination, and a an exact explanation for the creation of everything that we know. Um, I think it's interesting to see those people kind of take a step back and be like, wait a minute. Is this really right? Maybe not. And maybe I shouldn't live my life to this T. I don't know. I think it's just interesting to to just see that kind of like deconstruction, and and I think it's helped me realize that like we are we are all our own people. Like there is like there is no definite answer. There is absolutely mm-hmm. no definite, and there never will be a definite answer. And that is what makes this world beautiful. There's no fate. There's no predetermination. There's no one thing that we're just like, yep, we know for an absolute fact, 100%, that this is the way things should be. Yeah. That's why I hate the people that say simulation theory. This is, if you, if you are a simulation theory person, I, I, you know, if, if I'm close to you, like, I'm sorry, I don't like actually hate you, but like... (laughs) Please grow up. What you what you believe is a simulation is simply a Walmart version of religion. You know, if you think that there is like some sort of like simulation, uh, that's that's essentially saying you believe that there's a predetermined outcome for you and that someone is controlling your outcome. Isn't that not just believing in God, but instead your God is just a group of nerds in a lab creating a simulation of some sort of reality? And no. If there's a simulation, then how come you're the only person who recognize that? Does that make you special? Does that make you feel better about yourself? Does that make you the main character of a Ray Bradbury really novel or a George Orwell there. book? Like I just right, right. There's no simulation. If there is a simulation, who cares? Who cares where? What's outside of the known universe? You're making decisions for yourself, mm-hmm. aren't you? Or are you not? That's what you got to decide. You chose to get out of bed this morning. Yourself? I hate to sound like a fucking right you chose to tell me that there's a simulation uh i don't know i i i i i feel like i'm sounding like one of these like motivational speakers (laughs) uh but like 
there's no there's no simulation don't don't kid yourself uh they're not paying me to say this um <laughs> but there's just no simulation if you don't if you think that there's free will there's no simulation there's there's a whole point of simulation would be that everything every single thing that happens is meant to happen i don't i simply do not believe that i mean i think you can believe that there's so things that are so surreal now if you think things are surreal that's just the beauty of life there's just some things that you just can you feel that are you know straight out of a piece of art a movie something like that that's just how white life works is that you there's some sort of like verisimilitude between like I don't even know if I'm using that word right. It just sounded cool at the time. <laughs> uh, but like between like what you, s- what you have seen and what you've experienced. And I think that's what you're really confusing for the idea of simulation. Cause if there's a simulation, like none of this matters. And I don't like, I don't, I don't particularly care for nihilism. There's definitely some, uh, some sort of value in what we have, you know, no matter how bad things are, there's definitely things to value. There's always something to value. If you care about other people, if you care about uh, anything, there's no, you know, it's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. And that being said, like, we, we did that whole conversation without being like, if you believe this, you're an absolute fucking idiot. So, like, if you disagree with us, if you truly believe in, in fate and predetermination and and everything happens absolutely for a reason and there are there's no such thing as a coincidence and that and that some higher power is is just pulling the strings or or even drastically like ben mentioned earlier we're living in a simulation something like that let us know like we would love to have you on the show to have like a we're not here to attack you obviously you know our standpoint now that that ben and i kind of i feel like we most like almost 100% agree on this whole not 100% agree right. we we 100% agree in in the non-existence of fate and predetermination um and we have our our own our own theories as to why it doesn't and they and they line up um so like we understand that, that you know that now but we would love to hear from you so if you want to come on the show and we can have a nice peaceful fun conversation about this i welcome it i don't know about you ben i can't speak for you but mm-hmm. i welcome it no i'm fine with it no i just the way i think about this if we have like a simulation theory dude on here and it's like if you like a joe rogan episode where he's just like yeah man cool yeah yeah i've thought about that too that's so cool yeah yeah that's, that's you great. some weed um <laughs> yeah uh anyway i've been smoking a lot of elk lately um <laughs> Uh, I've been kicking a lot of sandbags lately with my. I've been watching a lot of MMA lately. <laughs> oh, speaking of M- MMA, are you familiar with Patty? Dude, Kimlet? I fucking love Patty. Patty's okay. hilarious, dog. That's my. That's my only evidence of there being a simulation. There's no <laughs> way that someone fully full on birthed and named someone Patty Pimblet and let him like look like that. Like he literally looks like a middle ages and gave dude. him a best friend um, named Molly. Who it acts What's the exact his, same as her as him? What's his best friend's name? Her name is Molly. Patty. It's Patty and Molly UFC. Um, is he Irish? Molly McCann admits she's bladdered after drinking half a bottle of whiskey. That's a very Irish name. Have they ever fought Conor McGregor? 
No, no, they're not. I don't think I don't think Patty's in the same weight class as Connor. No, he's a he's like a light. He's like a he's a he's boy. a. I think he's welterweight right now. Let me look him up. Um, I know yeah. a little bit about uh, Patty, Patty Pimblet and his and like UFC and like weight weight class. If I could spell weight right, this is the megalob talking. He's a he's in, oh he's in the lightweight he's in the lightweight he's five ten and he's one hundred fifty five pounds and he fights in the in the lightweight division now Conor McGregor's like pushing two hundred pounds at this point like he's fucking huge right. there's no way well there's not I'm not gonna say there's no way that Conor McGregor and Patty Bimble don't don't team up but I think Patty's also Irish um, the fighting Irish now yeah that would be an interesting fight. Oh, no, he's an English mixed martial artist who currently competes in the lightweight division of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. A professional since 2012, he's a former Cage Warriors featherweight champion. So he he, he won the belt in featherweight and moved his way up. Um, yeah. So he's English, but he, he he's, he's, he's freaking crazy, and Molly McCann is just as crazy. Is Molly a boy Molly's or a girl? Molly's a girl, man. He's, he, Molly is... Patty's like UFC like female division counterpart. They're his like work. Yeah, no, yeah. Basically, they're like best friends. Um, they train together. Like they're like mm-hmm. best friends. I think they. I don't know if they grew up together, but they're like best friends. Um, and that's that's kind of that. Like they're not like dating. They're not like anything like that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like best friends, and they go to like each other's fights, and they they typically fight the same night as one another. Mm-hmm. I started to know about this guy to like. A week ago, maybe not even. Like I'm like I'm flabbergasted that someone's name is Patty Pimblet, and that he looks yeah, like and he that. Can f- He's got the worst hair. But he can fucking fight, dude. No, I know. If I saw him, he'd probably beat the fuck out of me for making fun of him. He'd be like, "What but are you doing?" He's like, "What? Him. Why are you talking about me, lad? Why are you talking about me like that?" I'll beat, I'll beat your ass, my you just lad. Said he's not Irish. I'll beat your ass, lad. You just said he's not Irish. Yes, but he talks like this, lad. Not- you know. So he always he like, finishes his sentences uh, with this lad. He always says lad at the end of his sentences, lad. What is he, from Liverpool or something No, he's like just... That? He's from... I'm going to look him up. Patty Bimblet. Bimblet? <laughs> Batty Bimblet? Batty Bimbo. <laughs> he's, he was born in... 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 Hoyton? What is Hoyton? Hoyton... Merseyside is a town in the metropolitan oh. borough of Nosley, Merseyside, England, part of Liverpool urban area. Yeah, he's from Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Yeah. I know my British people. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, he's crazy. He's, he's pretty funny, too, on the internet. He's pretty funny. But. Seems like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Wow, we're at an hour and thirty five minutes. Just about. Alright, yeah, we yeah, gotta cut this shit, shit off. You need to go to, <laughs> you need to, go to bed, bro. It's eleven forty five your time. Um, I know. Alright, well, I will include timestamps on this one because I feel like that conversation we had was very like enlightening and very like chill and, and beneficial. Um even though it was like it was a question that like I already knew we would agree on. Um it was just cool to like see where each other's brains went on that one. Um so yeah. If you enjoyed this episode of the OOK Podcast, make sure to follow us on Twitter at OOKPod. Um, ben and I both try to run that one pretty equally. 
um, to put some quality shit on there every time we post a episode. Uh, make sure to follow Ben on Twitter, especially at Benji Internet. This man posts like dank shit twenty four seven. Like I don't know where yeah. this dude's brain like goes. Occasionally, mine will reach that area, and I'll I'll make a, I'll make a good post every now and then. But like Ben, so, like almost like every post, every other post he makes is like fucking yeah. min. So like, make sure you follow him at Benji Internet, um, and then uh, me at Sam Milik. I I'm I'm definitely the more mediocre one. Um, I'll only hey, put no no don't no, sell no yourself I'm, short. I'm gonna sell myself short because I know like even when I post something, I'm like damn like this is only probably funny to me. And I'm only posting it so that I can look back on it later or a future employer can look on it and look for a reason to not hire me. Um, but, but yeah, so, Hey, if you think you're going to, if you think you're not going to get hired, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're you fucked, mind. bro. Like, I don't, you need to go private as soon as you graduate. I can never be president. <laughs> I can never be president. <laughs> not that I ever want to be, oh, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to be, but, like, they straight up would, like, they'd say, no. you, They would say you're a national security threat, like, 30 years in, in the future. I'm not a threat. I'm not a threat, I swear. I just, I just like having a good time and making funny jokes. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, Trump's, like, worse than, Trump said, everything Trump has said is worse than anything I've said, so. Uh, I feel like the, the bar's kind of, you know. Yeah. Kind of. Anyway. This episode is sponsored by the Fuck Trump Society. We stand with you, Fuck Trump. Anyway, um, there's a society. Yep, I just created it. Um, if it wasn't created already, well, um, but, uh, but that's how we're gonna make our pretty money. Much, pretty much, we're gonna whore ourselves out through political campaigns. Um, but yeah, so make sure you're following us on there. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. Ben, you have any closing statements? No, I think we had some interesting conversations. They got deep. They got uh, got down to the to business. I feel yeah. like uh, we had we had some fun. I, I feel a very good mix of things. Very good episode. Yeah, I, if I do say so myself, as one of the people who made this episode, shout out to our legal team. Shout out to our sponsor. That one summer bug you get once a year that puts you out for a week. Um, fuck you. And um, yeah. Make sure you tune in next yeah. week for some more tomfoolery and and fun st- special guests. Yeah, potential guests. Um, Lana Del Rey, dude. Lana uh, Del Rey. Um, any simulation theorists. Simulation theorists. Uh, um, anyone that I went to Stillwater High School with between the years of 2018 and 2019. Um, anyone belonging to a mega church right now, um, or. Joe Rogan himself. Um, yeah. I feel like we'd have Joe Rogan as, like, an in-person guest. Like, I feel like we gotta go to his, like, compound. Dude, that'd be fun. See, he would hate, like... I feel like he would hate He would us. hate you. I think I could bond with him. I'm one of those people... I'm yeah, one of those people that true. can, like, make friends with a fucking rock. And and right. you pick that's you pick true. your people the second you walk into a room... So I feel like he would, you would, yeah. you would probably, it would probably be a shitty episode because you would stay quiet most of the time and I would just be chatting with Joe Rogan the yeah. whole time. Um, <laughs> I'd chat, I think I'd make one awkward yeah. comment and then he'd kind of look at me. <laughs> yep. And then, yep. Yep. <laughs> and he'd just like be like, and then, well, he would, and then well, he would, I think, I think, well, I think jujitsu is stupid and he would just look at you. 
And then <laughs> I'm more of a karate guy Why myself, and he would just look at you. Yeah. And <laughs> well, well, it's no taekwondo. <laughs> okay, I gotta say taekwondo, nerdiest, nerdiest martial art. No offense to anyone to taekwondo. Um, well, actually, well, I'm more of a tai chi guy, to be honest. <laughs> I like in the wise words of your brother. Um, Krav Maga is god tier. I I don't I I feel like that's honestly like one of the worst. No offense to anyone just Krav Maga, but it's literally just like it's like poor man's. There you judo. go, Batman. Like, yeah, it's like I don't know. Anyway, all right. I I I don't know what I would even say to that guy. I don't know either. We would just. It'd be awkward. It'd be the worst episode of a podcast. Uh, it'd be worse than anything we could put out. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and we set the bar pretty low here at the OK Podcast. <laughs> Don't tell our boss. Shout out to our legal team for not firing us. We pay you a lot of money. Does anyone in our legal team actually have a law degree? <laughs> uh, or even like an undergraduate in, in degree? Political science, like anyone... Do we have anyone who even like went to went to college for more than like? Because uh, these are all interns. Because I know all we're interns, not paying man. any of you for the legal advice. We're not even paying ourselves. And, and and what I want to know is why our legal team is running our social media. You know, like like why? Yeah. Like I know we give they them complain that we give them too much. We work. give them the content to put out, and they put it out. But like, I feel like we should have a separate team for that, and not our legal team. Yeah. Unless they know right. media law as good as I do, because I did make a 95 in media law. Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. So, go ahead and just give us a listen next week as we talk about more tomfoolery um, on this podcast. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys then, okay? Bye-bye. Bye.